Hey, it's Sweets from Your Voice First Podcast. Today, we're checking out why Amazon Echo is hiding all notifications for deliveries from November 17th to Christmas. Taking a look at Kathy Pearl, as well as Phil Sheen, two writers in the voice industry. Let's get started. If you own an Amazon Echo product and you have it hooked up to your Amazon account and you've bought any items ever on Amazon, then you'd know that when you get an item shipped to your house and the item arrives at your house, your Amazon Echo lights up yellow. And when you say, Alexa, what's my notifications? It will then tell you all of the items that have been delivered to your house. Well, from November 17th until Christmas, Amazon has shut off the explicit saying of what items are being delivered. Why would Amazon do that? Why would Amazon turn off notifications? What would be their purpose? Well, maybe a couple fold, probably having to do with all of the Christmas gifts that are getting shipped during this holiday season. So, okay, how does turning this off, what does it have anything to do with Christmas gifts and Johnny and Santa Claus? Um, well, Presents are being delivered to people's houses, and you don't want people to know, just like for any gift, you don't want people to know what they're getting. So if Alexa tells mom secrets when a present's being shipped to the house, that kind of spoils the surprise. And this going into the second one with Kathy Pearl. Kathy Pearl is a voice user interface expert. She was one of the first leaders in the voice space doing IVR way back in the day. So she says there are four VUI, or voice user interface, shortcomings. One, public spaces, where um, in, in a public space, if you have a lot of Alexa or Google devices, and everyone's saying, okay, Google, it becomes very noisy and very challenging for people to actually have meaningful conversations with the ambient computers around them. Number two, and this is the, the primary one of focus, is privacy. When you have private information, such as medical records, or during the holiday season's gifts being shipped in the mail with private information inside, how do you curtail that information and make sure that it's only being disclosed to to the members that should be hearing about it? How do you authenticate with that and authorize the right information? Number three, text preference. Some people just have a preference for text, so they prefer to look and see the text over voice. And finally, a discomfort with speaking to computers. Some people just don't like talking to computers, and uh, those are the shortcomings of voice user interfaces by Kathy Pearl. Phil Sheen wrote an article, Who Are You? This is within the book Ubiquitous Voice, Essays from the Field, edited by Lisa Falkson. The problem Phil Sheen says is, how do we get recognized and authenticated in a world without keyboards? How will some car or echo or bathroom mirror know who I am and tell me my stuff and not give it to someone else? For example, an echo will respond to a three-year-old when he asks Alexa what's the weather for today, so will Amazon also accept and fulfill the request, please send 25 Nintendo Switches and a hundred Fortnite gift cards from anyone within earshot. Especially in this context of the holiday season, 
This is a perfect example of private information. How do we ensure in a voice interface that information is private? Now let's take the previous interface of web. We had passwords. So as long as you created good passwords, good being a subjective term depending on the kind of passwords and content you're dealing with, you were able to keep your information private and your kids and other family members were not able to look at the Christmas presents as easily. Now with voice, passwords such as username and passwords become much more challenging. You either have to log in through a secondary companion app, which is pretty good, um, at account linking up front. The only downside of that form of two-factor authentication with voice is once you set it up in the partner app, um, anybody can still ask for the information. So great, they authenticated, but once you sign into your Google account, then everybody has access to your Google calendar information unless you have voice match on. Voice match is pretty cool on Google. Now on Amazon, when you sign into your Amazon account, everybody that's talking to it can get information back. Some ways that Amazon has tried to go around it is with a pin. Now the downside of a pin is again the public spaces. As soon as you say your pin to an Amazon Echo device, anybody with an earshot can hear that pin and can then recreate the pin and say it in the same way. I think one method which does not get leveraged very often is a two-factor authentication where, um, similar to what my college had. So when I was in college at The Ohio State University, we had Buckeye Link, which was where we found all of our grades, all of our assignments, everything with our professors. When we logged into there, we had a username and password, and then when we clicked log in, it automatically popped up a notification on our phone and said, yo, are you trying to sign in on this computer? And you had to tap yes on your phone in a little pop-up notification. So in the same way, we could do that with our purchases where um, with Amazon, we could say, hey, Amazon, what are my notifications? And she says, great. You have one delivery coming in today, and I've sent, a I've sent a push notification to your phone. Hit accept if you want to hear more information. And you can decide as the end user right there, okay, do I want to accept this notification on my phone and allow it to read out more context, or would I prefer to keep that information private and say no? End thing being at the end of the day, the opportunity for choice in the age of privacy. How do we create these opt-in and opt-out on services and how do we create a balance of wanting to ask for consent from the end users while trying to roll out the newest and latest and greatest features? Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, you can check out the links in the show notes for more on anything we talked about today. Otherwise, you can follow us on any social media at VoiceFirstAI. This is Sweets signing off from your Voice First podcast.